Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Beach and company. Stop flipping around the dial. Beach and company. And let's hit the beach for a while. Beach and company. The all-around talk of the town. Beach and company. They'll pick you right up when you're down. Beach and company. Sandy's on the air. Making Buffalo proud. He's bigger than life and twice as loud. Hello, hello, hello. It is Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Uh, While the first part's over, the impeachment part is over. Now it'll go to the Senate. I don't know how fast it'll take to get there. But I'm thinking uh, we kind of knew where this was going. We knew about the process. We kind of know about the votes as well. And is it time to slide away uh, for a little break on impeachment? News Talk 9.30 presents to you now, Sandy Beach and Company. Well, yes, 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 it is the Beach and Company. Let me adjust my headphones. Hold on there, Tony and Buzzy, and there we go. Yeah, that's better. It's funny, when you get in here, it has to be exactly the way you want. Uh, Tony, are you all set for Christmas uh, tomorrow? You're on vacation. Tomorrow I'm on vacation. Buzzy <coughs> is here at Command Central, and he will... Are you going to be uh, with the folks throughout the whole uh, New Year's? And I will be with, with everybody 9 to noon except for Christmas morning. I will not be here. Oh, yeah. Well, Santa. Uh, maybe Santa will drop by. That I would, think Santa does. That would be very, very nice. Yes. So you're, you're going to be working hard uh, to uh, give the information that is n- much needed to our audience. That's right. I was very selfish. I took all my vacation earlier in the year yeah, you did. thinking that... Maybe I'll get some airtime if I uh, if I stay around the end of December. Yeah, well, uh, with our company, uh, they have a use it or lose it uh, policy, and so if you have vacation time left, you got to use it, and it usually piles up uh, whatever is left in December. So, got a little bit of time. We'll be back on the second, uh, and uh, with uh, fresh information and a fresh outlook. Now, Tony, are all the kids are wrapped and put away in secret places? Tomorrow I will wrap the gifts after I drop Nick off at school, come home, uh, get the uh, gifts all wrapped up, and I plan on napping and catching up on some A Christmas rest. nap. I need to. I, I mean, you know, battling this pneumonia and... You know, trying to get my voice back. I still have fluid behind my eardrum. I just want to get healthy. Well, yeah, and this is a good time to do it, and and, uh, you're going to have plenty of time to get your Christmas nap in. Uh, I love a nap. There is nothing, except a dame, there is nothing like a nap. Right. Nothing in the world. There we go. And the older you get, the more you enjoy it. The more nappy time we need. Now, I'm going to tell you a story. It's absolutely true. And it's funny, because these things don't happen that often. But it's absolutely, positively true, the story I'm going to tell you now. Went to uh, Roswell uh, yesterday for my uh, checkup, and there's nothing detectable uh, in my PSA, which is very nice. I'm very happy about that. I don't take anything for granted. Saw Dr. Moeller and uh, had a nice conversation. 
And I was very happy that it turned out that way, you know, nothing detectable at all. But the funny thing happened before I saw Dr. Moeller. And this is the kind of thing that I'm saying, you don't, you don't run into this that often, but it really happened. The uh, technician who was getting the preliminary information needed uh, for my chart to do all the things, all the little checkup things that they do, uh, was from uh, Russia. And uh, she's Russian, very lovely lady. And uh, when I found out she was from Russia, I just automatically said, I'm going to Russia this summer. And, uh, because it just kind of blurted out. I'm going, normally I wouldn't discuss my trips to Russia at, at Roswell, but I said, yeah, I'm, I said, uh, I'm going to Russia this summer. And the woman says to me, I'm not making it up. Uh, she says, you know, Sandy Beach is taking some people to Russia. I said, well, I did know that. And she looked at me, I said, because I'm Sandy Beach. She didn't believe me. She thought I was putting her on. She thought I was kidding. Now, you never, you never run into that. In my whole career, I was sitting at a booth one time in a restaurant, and the people in the next booth were talking about me. But mo- most of the time, that doesn't happen. So it was a pleasant, a, a pleasant uh, uh, thought that we're both thinking the same thing. But uh, she's a fan, listens to the show whenever she can, and she is Russian. And so we're talking about the kind of things we can uh, see, kind of things we can see and do in Russia. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Uh, only one time something like that happened to me. I took Nick to the air show at the Niagara Falls Air Base, and Nick uh, obviously gets hungry. So we're waiting in line to get something to eat, and I uh, started you know, talking with Nick, and then some guy behind me taps me on the shoulder and says, you're Tony Caligiuri. I said, how did you know? He goes, I recognize your voice, plus you're wearing a Boston Red Sox hat. Well, that's a, a pure giveaway. I'm always surprised, although Bernadette doesn't uh, says, why are you surprised? Been here 50 years. I'm always surprised when people recognize your voice. It's neat. Yeah, it, it is, because I don't think I would recognize a lot of voices. I'm not, uh, you know, I, I just wouldn't. Uh, and so to have someone say, I recognize your voice. That's uh, quite a compliment. Sure. Uh, very, very nice. Now, oh, the uh, the new lobby at Roswell Park is fabulous. Oh, they redid it? Oh, yeah. Russ Salvatore said, uh, send me the check. Uh, send me the bill. And uh, he paid for it. Wow. It's it's fabulous. It's really nice. And it so, was nice before. <laughs> yeah, it was nice before, but it's even nicer now. So when you go there, first of all, it's like a marble floor. Which, if you're in any kind of a rollator or a wheelchair or something, makes it very easy uh, to roll there. I did a lot of uh, new things with the valet section, and uh, so it looks it looks very very nice. Uh, thanks to uh, Russ Salvatore. Russ is a very generous man to the community. Really has is. has been for a long time. Backs a lot of good causes and, and knows the importance of uh, Roswell. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, the first time I've been down there since they redid it. So very nice. Do you hear me? Very nice. Well, we'll uh, take a break and be back on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, it is uh, Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. The uh, the vote came in uh, last night, uh, and uh, I did not watch it. Uh, when I got home from uh, Roswell, I turned the TV on a little bit and uh, heard a little bit here, a little bit there. It was uh, the same stuff we've been hearing over and over and over and uh, they all got their chance to stand up and be in the spotlight. I, I don't know how many speakers they had, but it was a lot. It was way too many. 
Uh, and then the vote was later, and the vote was as expected. There weren't any uh, huge uh, surprises at all. And now it goes over to the Senate. And I heard this morning there's some rumblings that, well, maybe Nancy Pelosi won't send it to the Senate. How can you not do that? It's, it's, part, of, uh, it's part of the process. If she uh, didn't do it, all you'd have to do is go to a, a court, any court. You could go to a small claims court and get this one passed. Uh, she's got to send it over there. It's going to be done. And then I heard uh, this morning, too, that um, uh, McConnell uh, does not want to call any witnesses, which is all right with me. How about you, Tony? Is that all right with you if he doesn't call any? I mean, yeah and no. Uh, again- because remember, it was brought up yesterday that you can deal with these other things that he wants to deal with outside of the right. impeachment. Yeah. yeah, as long as I know that they're going to do that, because I really believe have to people need to be held accountable, yeah. for like Adam Schiff. Uh, so, yeah, if they want to do a slam-bam, boom, done, we're out of here, okay. Adam Schiff, you know, I, this has nothing to do with his party affiliation, his politics or nothing, but he looks like a crazy man. If you saw him walking towards you on the sidewalk, you would cross the street. Sure. Uh, he's got that look in his eyes. I don't know what it is. It's, uh, it's like uh, you think he could be whipping out a, a knife or a shiv. Can you imagine if he was ever in jail? Ah, that'd be nice. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> well, maybe someday. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, but I understand what you're saying. You're saying the same thing that I'm saying, and I'm sure Buzzy feels the same way. Because we want to prevent this this uh, hoax, keep, this, yeah. this sham Going from ever again. happening again. Again. And you know what? That's not an idle thought. Uh, because if, if they do decide, well, we lost that one, but let's find something else that we think we can impeach him on. And believe me, I don't think that's beyond the thought process of the Democrats in this year. And there's, I, there are those on the left that recognize this and think, like, uh, you know, here we go. This is going to be the norm. Wow. I don't, I, I don't think how, I don't see how you could uh, sleep and get a good night's sleep with, uh, with that thought that we didn't get them this time. Maybe we'll get them next time. Because what it says is you have no consideration for the, for the uh, country. No, it's party first. And yeah. we've been saying that for how many years? Yeah, we've been saying it for a long time, uh, simply because uh, we think the country would be a lot better if it were uh, individuals first, party down the line. Uh, because right now everything is done w- with the uh, viewpoint of how is this going to play? Let's test it. Let's see if we can run with it. If it doesn't test well, we won't do it. If it tests well, we will. Uh, it's, it's, it's bad. It's not good. It means politics more important. Yes. The problem is, you know who it tested good with? Far left liberals who are not independents in swing states. That's where the Democrats messed up because they listened to the far left base, the I, Adam Schiff's, the, uh, the AOC's, everyone in the squad. Well, that's what Pelosi at the beginning said. At least she said she didn't want to go down the impeachment road. And they kept pushing the button. Did you notice that actually during the impeachment process, we didn't hear that much from the crazies uh, on the far, far left? We knew they were there. Occasionally, there'd be uh, some quote, but not much. Not they were much. celebrating yesterday. Were they jumping up and down? Yeah, Talib was uh, was celebrating. Uh, your mic is a little bit off. Did you know? I'm sorry. Okay. How's that? Yeah, that's a lot better. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you think about it. This, in the best scenario for the Democrats, the best one that you could possibly come up with, you could say, we needed this kind of process because we, we honestly believed he had violated uh, uh, his uh, 
responsibilities as president. That's the absolute best. And anybody that takes any pleasure out of something like this is, is, uh, is really on the wrong track. And Steve Roberts, uh, okay, Steve Roberts, who is a regular contributor, how often is he on? Once a week? or Every Monday at 8.20. Okay, thank you for that. See, I wouldn't have known that. Would you have known no, that? No, I would not. Well, we hear them, but we don't write it down as to when they're right. on. Right. Uh, said that the uh, the winner um, uh, that this was actually uh, the winner is the Republicans, which wow, this is Steve Roberts talking, saying that the Republicans actually won. Not only Steve Roberts, Rick Klein, who is also the uh, the the head of po- uh, the political coverage over at ABC, also said it's a clear win for Republicans. Yeah, um, and it, it, we'll see if it can hold on through November. But the one thing Democrats didn't think was it was going to light, you know, it was going to light up uh, President Trump's base. It's also made independents in the states that are important, independents who are truly moderate, look at this and say, this guy has not been given a fair chance in his entire first term as president has been uh, clouded by these phony investigations. You know, if they really wanted to diminish the president, they really wanted to take him down, which would be a sad thing, but I'm just using this as an example. If they really wanted to do it, they'd have given uh, a fair a fair hearing during the impeachment hearings. But because they didn't, because it was like they were kicking a puppy, uh, the bottom line is it, it, gained, it gained no sympathy uh, from the uh, general public, uh, as far as I can see, because we we may be uh, t- tough. We may be a law and order country. I think we're getting less and less of that. But the bottom line is I still think we're a fair country. And to see, see somebody treated like that with even less respect than anything else, I think, turn the uh, tide. You want to gauge, look at the popularity of the House. I believe it's like 9%. Single most- digits. What's that, Joe? Single digits. Yeah, single digits. Look at the popularity of the squad. Look at the ratings of mainstream media. I think that right there is a tell. Uh, when we talk about poker, uh, you know, tell is predicting what's going to happen. I think that's a, a huge gauge. When you, you know what's funny is when you mention single digits, uh, when you talk about this to somebody, they will raise a single digit oh, yeah. <laughs> and say, here's what I think about it. You know, I just want to know, because no one's brought this up. I, I have not heard this over and over again. Is anyone above the law? I, 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 I was going to look that up. That's such a great line. I, I no one's used it. You have to follow the law except for the president. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> I think too. Hillary's above the law. Seriously, when you were a kid, well before you knew anything at all about politics, didn't you assume that the president could do anything they wanted to? It's like a king. Well, no, I don't think I ever really thought about it until I started working well, in talk radio. Well, you know, it, it's funny because the offshoot of that is Mel Brooks, uh, it's fun to be the king. Yeah. Uh, because uh, when Mel Brooks was talking about it's fun to be the king, the king could do anything he wanted to. Right. Uh, now, I, I, as I got older, obviously, you find out there are laws and nobody is above the law. That's the big breakout. Uh, I have to ask you guys this. Are you surprised at how ignorant uh, 
a lot of people are about not only government, but the process. Uh, I've seen posts this morning and tweets of, yay, finally, we, you know, America woke up and corrected a wrong, and, and uh, now he's going to be out of office. They have no clue <laughs> no. as to what's going Don't on. Don't they follow it? Because it's been said a gazillion times that, you know, impeachment is like the indictment, and then the trial says whether you stay or not. But here's the problem. Most people are following it by tweets from either elected officials or CNN. And I don't know if you saw, I don't know if there was an email sent around to local officials on what to post once the vote went final. Yeah. Uh, but they all posted the same thing and it all ended. This is a historic day. Oh yes, a breathless, <laughs> breathless conversation. Now, uh, let's see two of the networks, two of the networks stayed with it all the way through. And I think one of them bailed out, uh, but they weren't all there at the end. One network stayed with it. Two bailed out. Okay. So ABC bailed out for the live presentation of All in the Family in Good Times, which was a good presentation. Uh, CBS bailed out at eight for Survivor. For Survivor. The finale. Is that not funny (laughs) that the show that would uh, be on when the final vote was taken would be Survivor? By the way, I still can't believe that's on the air. That's what I I was thinking. Yeah, well, they should do a Democratic-Republican uh, survivor show. <laughs> that would be great. Can you imagine? Uh, can you imagine Schiff, you know, up in a tree, ready to jump on somebody? I mean, I can see it. And then NBC was the only one to stay with it. But to be fair, ABC and CBS had been promoting their primetime coverage, you know, for months. I mean, the Survivor finale for crying out loud. And there's no, there's no surprise. Everybody knew right. that, short of some cata- catastrophic. Thing that that's how it was going to go, and that's exactly how it did go. But I do feel bad for Ellen because her game show did get uh, postponed. She, oh, I'm sorry. I like Ellen. Yeah, me too. I do, Ellen DeGeneres. By the way, shout out to Channel 4. They moved Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune over to the CW, so you didn't have to miss those last night. I didn't want to miss those. Okay, well, thank you very much. We'll take a break and then return. Uh, sometime in this three-hour segment, we will have a, uh, a pretty classic Christmas song for you, too. Hang in there. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.
king to see pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. Our finest gifts we bring pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. I don't know what the words are. Is it a rum pa pum pum I think it is. Can it be? Years from now, perhaps we'll see. David Bowie. King Crosby. There's a Christmas classic. Who would think that they would get together to record a Christmas classic, uh, David Bowie and Bing Crosby? Uh, it's a uh, little drummer boy, one of my favorites. How, what would happen? Like the label would put them together or something like that? Uh, I don't know who put the, this group together, but usually yeah, that's the way it works. And uh, uh, it was a big major hit. But if somebody was pitching that to you, uh, let's, let's record something with David Bowie and Bing Crosby. You go, huh? Maybe not, <laughs> but you've seen that happen in a lot of classic duets where you come from one label and another label. Sometimes it's the same label. Uh, the A&R people put it together and, uh, and and think it'll work, and sometimes it does, and this time it de- oh, definitely did. it definitely did. And, and you know, you look at uh, David Bowie and Freddie Mercury. Uh, Freddie oh, Mercury. my God, what a combination, those yeah, two. Freddie Mercury was fabulous. Not right. Unbelievable. Uh, and thanks to Lynn Kinsella. Uh, she and her husband own the theater in East Aurora, uh, and she brought me some nerd robes. She knows that there's no not Christmas unless you have nerd robes. And so she brought me some. Have you ever had a nerd robe? I'm not a big fan of it, but Joe's a big fan. I think he's going to wrestle you for you it. Like some, you like them? I love nerd robes. I'll split them with you. Oh, that sounds she great. Thank you. She brought a whole Thank bunch you. of them, yeah, which is very, very nice. Uh, you know, I think they were thinking of winners and losers in this uh, impeachment saga. And I don't think it's it's easily cut and dry, but I do think if if Steve Roberts uh, from uh, you know from ABC, if Steve Roberts says that the Republicans had a winner, uh, that means something because he is uh, not likely to give uh, compliments to one side or the other. But I think the the biggest loser uh, was not only the House; the biggest loser was Congress. And I'll tell you why. Uh, I, I think you've heard the expression, uh, you don't want to see how the sausages are made. You've heard that, okay? Well, there's a certain amount, whether you're on the left, the right, in the middle, whatever, uh, of, uh, of, of thoughts of how our country is governed. And we generally, in order to have a, con- a strong country, I think we have to have faith that the process that the, gov- that the governance is, uh, uh, is governed by uh, is fair. It just didn't seem fair. Now, it's hard to think of our president, who is very out there, he's a multi-billionaire, uh, probably one of the most famous men ever in our country. It's hard to think that he couldn't uh, handle himself, because he can, and it's hard to get any sympathy for that. But what I didn't like was the process. It seemed grossly unfair, where one side couldn't even call any, any uh, witnesses. One side couldn't, and the other side could. What's fair in that? You've heard the expression like one, uh, your arm, one of your arms tied behind your back, and that's basically the way I thought of it. So I hear it's, it's garnering sympathy for a very strong man who happens to be the leader of the free world, the president of the United States. And I think that's where the uh, Democrats really made their mistake. 
they treated him like he was a, a prisoner or a hostage or something like that rather than the president. Uh, we, they kind of got away from the fact that he is the office holder, and even though he can be held accountable and should be held accountable, you got to be fair about it. And I don't think there was any fairness in this, in this, and that's what we learned. We learned how the sausage was made. We learned how important it is uh, when we have the, uh, the elections in the off year to make sure that we stand up for the candidates we want because if you have the majority, it looks like um, that's, uh, that's the hand that, uh, that guides everything. Did you uh, think there was any sense of fairness in these uh, proceedings, Tony? There was no fairness at all. Simply a railroad job. Yeah, it was. like It's like a movie. You know, it's like a movie, and you'd say, how could you treat anybody, let alone the president of the United States? Now, he's under the same laws as everybody else, okay? But still, there's a certain panache about being the president. But how could you treat the president with so little respect or any U.S. citizen with so little respect? We have the same rights the president does. And I would think that if we ever got into a problem area, we would be treated fairly. And that's why the Democrats are not going to gain from this. I think they're going to take a bath in the next election. How can anyone in their right mind not recognize that this was a coup attempt? Oh, absolutely. And that's the point. For everybody that was trying to, uh, uh, trying to demystify or, or think that this is no big deal, this was an attempted coup. Think about it, who was in there, not just the opposition party. The, the FBI was involved with this. The FISA court was deceived. Uh, all kinds of things that were major, major uh, threats to our, our future as a country. So this was much more important than the final episode of Jeopardy. I can tell you that. Uh, but uh, people have to recognize it. It wasn't presented that way, but it, that's exactly what it was. It was a coup attempt. And I don't recall in my lifetime... Uh, any attempt of a coup of the United States government. So to me, this was it was my first coup. And uh, it, it's the kind of thing afterwards you think, that's kind of scary. Look at how the process worked to en enlighten the ability uh, to have a coup in this country. Nadler, uh, he lobbied for his position saying he was the best one uh, to lead impeachment. So everything that they have done since Trump was elected, they had impeachment on the mind before he was even elected. Well, first of all, I look at, at Nadler. He looks as menacing as uh, as anybody else. He yeah, was, when he's awake. Yeah, when he when he was a little chubbier, put it that way, uh, he seemed like a different guy than he is now. I hadn't seen him in a long time, uh, but I'm thinking this uh, this is not a good thing. So that's, I think, the biggest loser is the country uh, because of our thoughts of we just saw this is Congress at work, and we just saw how they rough and manhandle the president of the United States. I don't like this. All because they didn't like the outcome of an election. And that's true. And I don't know what they think would have happened had Hillary won the election. Well, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have known about a lot of this stuff that actually came out. Ah, Dominic Cortez. Hello, Dominic Cortez, our good friend. Is he uh, carrying a weapon? Does he have like a hammer? No, no, he's... Uh, no, no hammer? Nothing? He's safe. <laughs> he went through a metal detector. Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, that's what I think happened. 
Uh, yeah, the president now will be acquitted in the as we all expected. That's they're not going to throw him out of office. I can tell you that. But we really lost a lot of respect, I think, for Congress and and the process. Why does a why is a process out that if you have a majority and a committee, you can keep the other side, the side you're going after, you can keep them from even presenting a, a good defense. Why was that part of the process? I don't get that. I can see saying, okay, you can press charges and you can either prove them or you can't. I can understand all of that. But I can't understand where was we're charging you with this and you can't bring any, uh, any witnesses. Huh? This is America. It's not a banana republic. And so that, I think that's the biggest loser. What do you think is the biggest loser? I would have to say the United States of America because of, as you said, the process. You know, we're in a, an era where the part, as I said again earlier, the party is more first, important than the country. Yeah. And that's why Donald Trump is so popular, because he's put Americans first, not party. And you talk about a guy with, uh, hmm, can I say, uh, hmm? Yeah, hmm. Yeah. While, mm-hmm. while they're impeaching him, he's leading a rally where people are going crazy for him. <laughs> yeah, in states like Michigan. Yeah. So it, it, he's, he knows how to play that game. Uh, if you're not in that game, it can be, uh, you know, a little tiring and, and worrisome. But the bottom line is he's gotten a lot done. He, uh, for a person who is not a politician, he's managed to get in there and get things done. And some of them... Uh, with uh, with help from the other party, too. Truth is, he's running circles around them. Yeah, it's like he's teaching them their own game. All right, let's take a break, and News Radio 930 WBN. But I'll, I'll say in conversations with Democrats in the last 24, 48 hours, they did not go into this with any great confidence in their political standing. Quite to the contrary, a lot of these uh, swing, swing district Democrats, uh, the frontline Democrats, the majority makers in 2018 are quite nervous about this. Uh, they were comfortable in making the decisions they did uh, on political as well as policy grounds that uh, better to, to do this rather than uh, incur the wrath of, of folks inside their own party, maybe a primary challenge. But there's a sense among Democrats at this moment that they kind of took Donald Trump's bait, that he wanted this fight and that he views this fight as advantageous. No president wants to be impeached, but this president benefits when uh, when people are in their partisan corners. And this impeachment fight has definitely done that. The fact that he was able to keep all of the Republicans in line in the House, that he's poised to be acquitted, we'd expect, in the Senate sometime in January, fuels the arguments that he's making on the campaign trail and fires up his base. So I think in the immediate term, the fact that Republicans were able to add a, a member from a from a, a marginal district who switches parties and now fuel fundraising, uh, Democrats uh, can can feel good about the, the, the psychic blow that they put to Donald Trump's ego. But in terms of raw politics, there's a lot of Republicans that are kind of happy tonight. I, I agree with Rick that uh, on balance uh, at this point, I think the political edge goes to the Republicans. Uh, this plays so much into Donald Trump's core appeal to his base. See, he can say, I told you those liberal elites are out to get you. I told you they hated you. I told you they wanted to rig elections. I told you they don't respect you. I told you they were trying to steal the election. We can all write the script. I'm asking basically your overall thoughts of was the process fair? Was it handled properly? Uh, did the uh, were the Democrats uh, just swatting at flies uh, with such a, a, a weak two count indictment type thing? Uh, I think it was, and I, I obviously the answer is when the Senate gets a hold of it, 
Um, Mitch McConnell says he doesn't want to call any uh, witnesses. There's probably no need to. Uh, you could almost get what would be the equivalent of a summary judgment where a judge makes a decision on that. First of all, Buzzy, uh, do you think it was a fair process? Because I don't think the process was fair at all, and I think that's part of the reason a lot of people didn't uh, support it. Right. I mean, it, you knew what the vote was going to be. I had time. The day Nancy Pelosi said, we are going to start an impeachment inquiry, and you saw that the chairman were Adam Schiff and Jared Nadler, who had been, I mean, Adam Schiff, I'm still waiting for the information he has that will convict uh, Trump in the Russian investigation. Remember, he made promise after promise. We've yet to see that. And here's here's the deal. He claims he does not know the whistleblower. Oh, that too. Now, now, uh, (laughs) let's use some common sense here. If you're trying to impeach the president of the United States, trying to overthrow that government on the word of a whistleblower that you claim you don't know and obviously have not, he says he hasn't met him, doesn't know him, how could you move forward on that? Yeah, I would think that it would be unimpeachable evidence stacked to the ceiling before you would go forward with something like this. But they didn't, and that shows their their motive. Yeah, for sure. So it, it was nowhere close to a fair try, a fair process. Um, you couldn't have the president's attorney there. Nope. You know, everything was against the president. And you know what? In Senate, as much as I would like to see this dragged out, so maybe the American people will see the truth, see the at least the other side. You know, the media is not covering the Senate trial like they covered what happened in the House. That will not happen. And if the pre- if the Senate wants to increase its uh, visibility as a fair body, okay, just treat this like a uh, like a uh, a normal fair inquiry, and people are going to say, "Wow, the Senate handled it in a classy manner." Uh, look at what the Democrats were; they looked cheesy, uh, they looked uh, you know sickly. They they did not look like they're a body that represents a lot of the people in the United States. So that's I think would be a a very good way to handle it. When we come back, we want to hear from you, 803-0930-1-800-616-9236, star 930. Was it a fair uh, inquiry? Uh, was the whole process fair? Was it flawed? Give me your overall thoughts. And are you going to take a break uh, until we get to the actual Senate trial? You're going to take a break from impeachment. We're back after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 